reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. Fees have never been charged for any services, materials, medications, or supplies provided at the Berkeley Free Clinic. Income has been generated solely via individual or organizational donations and government programs. To volunteer your time or to make a donation, or for more information, visit berkeleyfreeclinic.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco.
guys, it's a Monday. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. This is the Joke Workshop. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Hanging out with comedians, we're going to work on our, their new jokes and their old jokes and whatever other jokes. You guys have never listened to the Joke Workshop before. The way it works is that comedians do four-minute sets, and then they get four minutes of commentary from their comedian peers. Uh, remember, if you're going to say something, find a microphone to do it into, uh, because otherwise people can't hear you on the radio. We're on the radio. If you want to call and give your own comments to these comedians, give us a call at 415-550-0511 and tell them how much they suck or how much you like them. Uh, we're usually pretty supportive here at the Joke Workshop. If you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. A nice toasted brioche bun with some shit in the middle. That's how it works here at the Joke Workshop. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. We're going to get started with our first comedian. He is the host every Sunday of Timothy Pizza's 10-minute open mic, putting together comedy for you guys every Sunday from 4 to 6 until he changes his time and does something different. But right now, guys, put your hands together. It's the very funny Timothy Pizza! Hey, let's give it up for Joke Workshop! What's up, guys? Uh, anybody ever try to be friends with an ex? It's always a bad idea, right? I was going out with this girl, and uh, she broke my heart. I was utterly fucking devastated. So I go to my roommate. I go, Johnny, what the fuck do I do about this? I want to get her back. I don't want to fuck it up. And he's like, oh, you got to leave the cage door open, like some stupid shit like that. I'm like, the cage door open? What the fuck does that mean? It's like, you got a bird. The bird lives in a cage. You love the bird. You leave the door open. The bird leaves. Maybe one day the bird will come back to the cage. I'm like, whatever. Okay, so I, you know, I play it cool. I run into her about six months later at Bimbo's, and we hit it off, so we make plans to go out that Friday night. We go out, dancing, drinking. I'm a fucking gentleman, she tells me. Just got out of a relationship. Don't pull any shit. I don't want anything. You know, let's just have fun. We have so much fun that she misses the BART train. Get back to my place, and, uh, you know, we get into bed. She rolls over and says, hey, no funny stuff. You know, no funny stuff. I just got out of a relationship. I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, I won. I'm a gentleman. I got this girl in my bed. She trusts me. I'm going to sleep happy. This is the best day I've had in six months. Until 3 a.m. And I wake up dry humping the fucking shit out of this girl in my sleep. Just, just, just going nuts. Like, my dick was just like, I remember you! What's, what's going on? I remember you! <laughs> yeah. Bad. So... She makes a wall between our crotches with a bunch of pillows, which is the most fucking humiliating thing that a woman can do. And uh, I try to play it off and tell her I was dreaming about horseback riding. Um, so uh, anyways, uh, I'm freaking out because I'm thinking like, am I this guy that's gonna like, you know, come to like on BART at five o'clock in the afternoon just dry humping people, just awakening something in me? Is this who I am now? But you know, we laugh it off in the morning and, uh, you know, we go, we make plans to go out the following Friday night. And I'm a fucking gentleman, same thing. Dinner, dancing, you know, everything's perfect. And she misses her bar train again, and sure enough, she has to stay in my bed. We get in my bed, she does not make the wall of pillows, but I'm terrified that I'm gonna dry hump this girl in my sleep. And uh, I come up with this plan, you know, this foolproof plan of how to not dry hump her. I wait about 30 minutes till after she's asleep, and I vigorously masturbate on the edge of the bathtub. But you know what? I kept the bathroom door open like two or three inches because wasn't I supposed to leave the cage door open? Um, let's see what else do I have. That was an old one I'm trying to brush up. Uh, 
Oh yeah, everybody, you know, I'm trying to have safe, safe sex these days, so uh, I got the, uh, the IUD thing, you know. When, when we put it in, it's like foreplay. But afterwards, getting it back is hella weird. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, new stuff, new stuff, new stuff. All my new jokes are really gross. Like, I really... Yes, gross, gross. Yeah, like, I really like watching girls jog because I know what they look like when they fuck. <laughs> it's true, though. It's, it's creepy, right? Yeah, yeah. So I can, I can use some feedback on that. Uh, like, is it okay to say the word cunt if you smile when you say it? <laughs> um... Let's see here. Uh, do you guys ever name, try to name all your sperm at once while you're ejaculating? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm just an action speaker. I like to just throw words around till somebody else thinks I've made a sentence. Um, anyways, I'm Timothy Pizza. Maybe I'll see you on the bus. Keep your hands clapping for Timothy Pizza. Yay! Now is the time on Mutiny Radio's Joke Workshop where we get comments right now. It looks like on the panel we have Moon Show. She, but she looks like she doesn't really want to. She's going to do something. And uh, Tommy McGuire. Oh, I, don't, I don't have much. Um, the IUD joke. Yeah. I like that, but I was just confused. Like, hold on. You got an IUD? Is that possible? Yeah, no, it's not at all. That's why I thought so it was you funny. Had, yeah, exactly. Like, okay, I carry it around in my wallet. Okay. Maybe I should say that. Yeah, yeah. just because uh, I was like, you got an idea. I'm like, oh, dude can do that? Like, I'm down. Yeah, like, yeah, Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. And then, no, because it's funny, and then put them back. That's a uh, yeah. just clearing that up as far as whatever. And then uh, the cunt, if you say, if you smile, like, or just you can't help it because it makes me smile. You know, right, it right, makes right. Me, it makes me happy or, or something like that. But uh, otherwise, yeah, that's all I got. I don't know. That, that one was just kind of a thought. But. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really trying to develop. I don't want my whole set about. <laughs> yeah. I- explain to me again the IUD joke, because I actually have an IUD. It hurts really bad when you take it out and put another one in. Well, I was just making it like I carry an IUD in my wallet, like so, because I don't. And then it's like foreplay when I put it in, and, and then but it's hella weird getting it back afterwards. Okay. Yeah. No. No. See, now I got it this time. Maybe did you not say in the beginning that you carry it in your wallet? No, I didn't. I left oh, that part okay. out. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, there. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I love the dry humping story. <laughs> yeah, like, can you try to explain how everyone like tries to explain their dream a little bit? Like, okay, yeah. I was the horse. You were riding me. No, that's not right. Yeah. You, then you were the horse. I don't. Mean, I don't know. Something weird that yeah. would. Uh, it's a great, great bit. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably get stretched that. Uh, just a couple different dream scenarios. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, I used I to drag it out a lot, but there's not a lot of one-liners in it, so I try okay. to speed it up. Yeah, yeah, under, yeah. Uh, also, yeah, the, the callback at the end, like, I was like, I mean, I guess it can't be too li- too long, but it's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it took a while to get in a callback was the was the joke or whatever. Uh, I get, I'm, I'm at, telling you to lengthen it and also shorten it, so no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but if you want to shorten it, you don't need most of that setup. I mean, really analyze the setup and see what you can cut out. Just she missed her BART train, so she spent the night unexpectedly. It's really all you need. Right. 
but I do really enjoy Trina's idea of like the multiple dreams and they keep getting weirder but they all involve riding something like, right first I was on one of those banana boats in the, uh, in the ocean in the in Mexico and then I was on a jet ski yeah, yeah and I was yeah. on a jet ski going up and down and then I was following a runner girl whatever you can bring your runner right thing back and and fuck around with it I was petting a whale in the sea <laughs> yeah with my penis hey is, is that good for everybody yeah. cool all right Thank here you. we go hey Timothy Pizza Uh, hey, I just saw that Michael Evans Jr. just walked in, and we're going to have him sign up. He actually has a new show starting here on Sunday nights from 10 to midnight. I don't know what it's going to be called, but it's going to be an exciting show. So it's exciting to have all these people in the house, in the hizzy, that are part of the Mutiny Radio family. Uh, your next comedian, hey, she's part of the family because she comes and performs here all the time, and we love her so much. So uh, please, you guys... Clap like she's your long-lost sister from another mister. It's Moon Show! No, treat me like your sister from your same mister. Uh, anyways. Uh, okay, uh, so I, uh, I'm 30, and I uh, babysit for a living. Um, and I feel like... Uh, there are like a lot of child molestery parts of my job. Um, I don't really think I have to explain what those would be, but uh, <laughs> just baby boners. And um, what happens is like, I don't, I just feel like so many of the things that I do with this child, uh, like it's like I already feel like I'm like 99% child molester. Like really, all I'm missing is the intent. Um, or the consent. I don't know <laughs> which one. Um, I am in a relationship. It's been going on for like kind of a long time. It's been, we've known each other for eight months now. Ooh. And that's like a super long time for me. Um, and honestly, I don't know if like we're still together because we're in love or because I'm 30. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know when I'm going to figure it out uh, because I don't know how to say, like, I love you to another person uh, that's never happened. Um, like, maybe I just don't think I know how to, like, measure love. Uh, like, do you measure it by, like, the number of times you've gone out to brunch together or, like, the number of, birth like, morning after pills you've taken <laughs> for him? I don't know. How many morning after pills do you have to take before your boyfriend tells you he loves you? Five. That might be right. I was really hoping four, but we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't really know like where I want, like what I even want out of relationships. I feel like some people want like love or marriage or you know whatever. I really just want to end up with a man who's comfortable enough to just quietly jerk off next to me in bed. Uh, I feel like that's not too much to ask, but 
nobody's game so far. Um, oh, I feel like this is stupid. Uh, I feel like I feel like boyfriends are a lot like pillows. Um, like sometimes you want, like think you're making like a really smart decision and you go with like the Tempur-Pedic one, the one with like the weird ridges in them, and then you're like, oh, this isn't really quite comfortable, but you still sleep with it anyways because you've convinced yourself it's the right thing to do. Um, or maybe some pillows are great, but they play too much jazz guitar. Um, <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you're 30 and you have too many pillows or something like that. Uh, that's it. Thanks, guys. Pillows. There's like a total strange uh, kismet thing running through the comedy uh, today right now. Hey, everybody, really? that's Moon Show. Oh. Right now on the panel, we have all kinds of people. Looks like Ethan Albers wants to say something. Yeah. The morning after pill thing's funny. Oh, yeah? You like mm -hmm. that? Okay, yes. cool. I'm going to need you to say five every single time I perform it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you just fell in with, I had somebody yell five one time, and yeah, I was really yeah, hoping yeah. it was four. That's all you got to say. Whatever number somebody shouts out. Perfect. You can, I think you can keep going more with, like, pedophile jokes. Oh, yeah? <laughs> just because you're you, and it On coming out of you, it just doesn't, like, like, like any, any, just think of any joke that if a guy told it, you'd be like, oh, yeah. my God, no way you can that's tell that. Gross. Tell that. You oh, tell that. Yeah. Elaborate I want to think boners. of a joke Say that's, baby like, boners as many times as you yeah. can. Baby boners is hilarious. On, like, so. a scale of zero to pedophile. Yeah, like, well, with the baby boners, you can well, do like a scale oh, of yeah. like a pinky. <laughs> like a, yeah, yeah, they're like a toe. Yeah. Oh, but he's not. Uh, Wait, so baby dick isn't a compliment? <laughs> baby boners? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'd have to see more baby boners. I don't know. Yeah, you guys are right. Yeah, I'll stick see. with the baby boners. Yeah, baby boners. Um, oh wait, but notes. did like is that too cheesy? Like I'm already there. Like all I'm missing is the intent, or is that the consent that I'm? Does that make sense? Consent, intent. You can't get that's consent like a wordplay. Well, that's why it's in my head, funny. Yeah. Mm, out of my. <laughs> um, Whatever. Little yeah. perverts. They suck on titties. Right. Okay. Cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Yay. Well, did other people have things to say? It looked like people still had things to say. No things to say. Keep it going, Moon Show, yay! Yeah. Woo! All right, hey, and um, we're moving fast here. If you guys have any questions while you're on stage and you still have time, it's, you can ask people questions from the stage, be specific, all that kind of good stuff. Our next comedian, uh, he is so super awesome. He's been uh, subbing a lot of shows and being incredibly helpful here and around the station. Hey, everybody, love him up so much. It's Ethan Albers! Stop, stop, stop. I gotta get time. I got a lot of jokes. Stop. Knock it off. That's annoying. Don't do that anymore. Joey, timeout. Go to timeout. That's what I thought. Okay, we got that. Happy Columbus Day, guys, hello. Columbus Day, sailed the ocean blue, 1492. Where did he discover? The Bahamas! He discovered the Bahamas, guys. That's what he discovered. Did you guys know that? He landed in the fucking Bahamas. 
Next joke. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> History lessons, baby. I, <laughs> I got in an argument recently. Uh, somebody was like, man, uh, you know, the pilgrims, they came over, they took this country from the Native Americans. You know, that's not fair. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, the Native Americans had a chance to actually kill us off. They actually, a lot of people don't know that. The first Native, the first Native American the pilgrims encountered spoke English. A lot of people don't know that. His name is Squanto. He's a real-life person. His name is actual Squanto. And he's, he spoke fluent English with these guys. And he actually helped the pilgrims, taught them how to grow food in sandy weather, and they survived and thrived because of that. Because they, they would starve to death. They didn't. They would starve to death. That's a big deal. And here's the thing I have a problem with is he should have let us die. The reason for it, he knew how bad white guys were. He wasn't stolen. You don't learn English just naturally in a new world. You know how? It's not one time, not two times, but three times being taken as a slave from the new world. He crossed the Atlantic six fucking times in his life. The last time coming home to find his entire village dead of smallpox and gun wounds from the pilgrims. And you told me he didn't know what white man was fucking capable at that point? Like, that's not funny. It's just history, baby. Squanto. And then we poisoned him. America. History. All right. I just, I just want to ramble about history. Does anybody, has anybody ever noticed that German Shepherds are the official dog of the 80s? K911. K9, come on. Turner and Hooch, was he that? Rin no. Rin Tin Tin? Dog of the 80s. What was the dog of the 90s? Labradors. Airbud, baby. Got it. I got dog jokes for days. Beethoven. Be damn it, Beethoven. I forgot about that. All right. Turner and Hooch. I think that's 80s. Airbud was a golden receiver. Oh! Throwing heat from the chair. Back to your corner. Get back to the corner. I, uh, man, yeah, we all know I live in a bus. So we'll cut that out. But um, here's the thing. You live in a bus and you get, I see the worst, like, econo the economic society. I think the worst, you know, you see people financially hurting. You see whole families living in cars. It's not a, not uncommon. Uh, you know, just fucking the worst drug-riddled addicts possible. The other day, I saw uh, the craziest thing and the saddest thing is this Mustang pulls up beside me. Um, on the street and I hear this violent crying and I look out the window and there's this girl in the passenger seat violent crying, the guy in the driver's seat and then like a minute later I start hearing smashing I'm like, oh fuck, this guy's destroying it. I look out the window and the woman has this hammer and she's breaking every window out to this Mustang, all the taillights, hitting it with the claw side and everyone on the door panels. The guy's running off. He's running off and he's screaming at her and she goes, this is what you get! This is what you get. I'm like, oh, fuck that girl. So I'm like, this is what you get for not taking me to Applebee's. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was the reason Applebee's? You destroyed a car because of Applebee's? That's an economy, guys. That's a poor economy. That's economic issues right there. Applebee's. It was a weird day. All right, we'll do one more. I was, uh, I was walking around recently, and I saw... Uh, saw this well-off lady. She was talking about bragging with a friend. Uh, and she was like, yeah, I walk around my house naked. 
no drama free. I'm like, no drama free? That means there's drama, right? And then I started thinking about it, and when she said it, she was like, drama is a name. That could be a name, too. It could be a nickname. Like, what if she has a man named Drama, she locks in, you know, she's kept in a cage for like six years, a man that broke her heart. He hasn't stood up in six years. He's like a dog. She yells at, he yells for her, Stacy, I'm a human being. We used to love each other. I'm sorry I broke your heart and played with your emotions. She goes, you stay in the cage. No drama free. He goes, Stacy, I need a doctor. I haven't seen daylight. <laughs> My knees don't work. I can't eat dog food anymore. Stacy, please, I love you. Help me. <laughs> she looks at him, just dancing naked. No drama free. So dumb. That's for my time. Thank you. All right, let's do it. In your corner. No drama free. Ethan Albers here at Muni Radio. All right. Where, where are we going to go for weirdos? You need to up the uh, belligerent hobo thing. The belligerent what? Up the belligerent hobo. Like, just. Homo. Hobo. <laughs> hobo. Hobo. She wasn't a hobo. She was no, dressed I'm talking about you, Ethan. Rant like a hobo when you tell these stories because they sound like hobo stories. They're fantastic. Well, I am a fancy hobo. Instead yeah. of a train car, I have a school no, bus. Just, just ham up the hobo thing. They both go choo choo. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe switch. You know, I lived in a school bus, bro. Where, where you been? <laughs> huh? In a home? <laughs> Safe from windows? So so I really like the uh, the political rant into German Shepherd as the dog of the eighties transition. Oh thanks. Great transition. Thanks. Again, incorrect on earbud. Um, oh. but but I, so when you did the Applebee's joke is really funny. I think I, I don't really know any big Applebee's dishes, but you're like she destroyed it because of an Applebee's that, you yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if it was uh, Whatever the one is, like she destroyed it because of a blooming onion. Yeah, I that, yeah, I, I, I could change that. Is, yeah. But it's like you could get an extra tag out of that. Um, and then the no drama one's also funny. You could pile on that, like, you know, meanwhile, the whole world is just saying, fuck the drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, yeah, it's a, it's a weird. I like uh, the drama. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, there, uh, I love the Applebee's bit. And Thanks. I think uh, you can make the, uh, the twist a little harder on there by building it up a little more and then shoving the. Applebee's and really dropping it really hard. I think. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, yeah. It's the first time I, I staged it because it it was it was ridiculous, <laughs> absolutely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. I didn't go do comedy that night because I was like, nope, I'm not topping this right here. <laughs> this is done. Uh, no, no, uh, real critique or whatever. But uh, as far as the squanto bit, I don't think you're gonna use that. You're, that's just like kind of topical right now. So you're. I no, mean, I don't use it till Thanksgiving, man. Okay, yeah, no, because it's it's great, and I fucking love that point because there's tons of jokes to be made about how awful that is. But uh, just as far as like why Squanto was doing this, like, what did they have on him? Did they have dirt on him? Like, was it, you know, why would like because he was raised by de- debutantes? He was raised in the UK. Like, yeah, I could go heard, more into I've that. I've heard a story before. Yeah, uh, and it's it's it is fucking crazy. Uh, but just like, yeah, well, why would why would he do this? Well, yeah, he, he had no, no he reason. He had no reason to help these fucking white. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, just like a bunch of white guys, literally where his village used to be. Like, and yeah. no, re- no reason to help these people. And it's not like he didn't know what they were capable. I, I could set that up better. Yeah. But I was, I was going to say, that's a, that's a really good like, premise for a joke. For sure, to use Squanto. And his name is Squanto. That's just funny to me. I yeah. cracked up just, for, just from the name. But like, if you like, 
uh, like try to relate him as like somebody like in this generation. Like maybe he was trying to prove something. Maybe he fucking he thinks that oh if I kick it with white people I'll be more accepted. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Feel like that's like. How, so it's something I, there for sure. Or maybe like, how did he see that played out? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe that's the word's going to hit it. I just had the thought before I came on stage. It was no, like, I, I, I want to ramble about Squanto. No, I think you should add to Squanto. Also, he also um, wrote the will of the Native American. He did, right? the treaty. Yeah, he pieced the treaty. Yeah, put the... No, 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 no. The will of the Native American tribal leader in that area and... And in the will, he gets like a shit ton of land. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Native Americans oh, can speak English, squanto. and yeah. all of a sudden, so I, th- I mean, I think there's a lot. Yeah, there's there. a lot. He did, he did broker like two treaties too, like right, sure. yeah, because they originally allowed him have like twelve thousand acres, like the settlers, but like, dude, you gotta know what those fuckers are up to. They're funny hats and their guns, right? Come on. So brilliantly self-serving, like I just, I think. So he was like the original house and we're. Or something. I, mean, not right. I know he's just a really nice guy. I think he saw the good in human beings. And no, 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 no. Sounds like he's he's oh, self-serving. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah, we well, end up getting poisoned by a rival tribe, so it's like by his like like the sister tribe, the tribe he had was a part of. They end up poisoning him because he didn't I'd take have to look thought. It up, but I think there's more there. Thank you, <laughs> Uncle uh, Tom's teepee. <laughs> I think I'll leave teepees out. Don't wanna. Uh, yeah, that, hold on, I said, there was one other, oh, yeah, 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 uh, the other part I left out was that, uh, Christopher Columbus is, like, discovered Bahamas, and a lot of people don't know, he, uh, uh, created, uh, an actual cocktail when he was there, he created the Bahama Mama cocktail, guys, Christopher Columbus did, is that real, or are you? Why would, I, why would I lie about that? Because you're a comedian on stage. Why? Like, when is a comedian lie ever? Thank you. Yeah. He is many things, but not a liar. Ethan Albers, yay. Uh, you can actually see Ethan Albers in the very first uh, Pamptastics showcase that's going to be happening Woo. here now on Fridays. Woo-hoo. No more Pamptastics Comedy Clubhouse open mic. It's now a booked showcase. Uh, our next comedian, he's on it on November 30th. So, hey, everybody. Come see him in that show. But you get to see him right now. Isn't it exciting? Put your hands together. It's Joey Avery. Yeah. All right. Is this thing on? Yes, it is. Um, I've been noticing a lot of beards out in San Francisco, which I like. I like the beard. There's the, there's the manicured beard, and then there's the fuck it beard. I like the fuck it beard, because the fuck it beard says two things. It either says, I know everything, or I'm really confused. Those are the only two options. It's like Oracle on the mountaintop or sniffing crack at Denny's. Those are the two beard options. And I I like versatile things. It gives you a lot of options to be whoever you want to be. Uh, which is what I think is the great thing about living in this day and age, actually. There's a lot of options for being whatever type of person you want to be. Because there used to be two options. It used to be like, hey, you want to be a hunter or do you want to be a gatherer? That was it. You can try and learn how to farm, but no one's figured out how to do that yet. So you might as well grab a basket and collect some nuts, chief. That's it. But I think it's amazing because I met a girl the other day. I was like, what do you do for a living? And she's like, oh, I'm in a reality show. And I was like, how did you even get that job? And she's like, oh, I'm just sassy and promiscuous. <laughs> like, that's a job qualification? Dude, that's amazing. That's creating creatures this planet has never seen. 
All right, there's no one walking around during the potato famine saying stuff like, I'm a bitch. All right, that wasn't a creature that you could become, which I think is amazing because I always look at them, I'm like, I don't like you, but how did we make you? Like, what is the recipe that creates, I don't think two finches were fucking in the Galapagos, like, let's see if we can make a bitch. Like, I don't, how are we gonna do that? Like, evolution was like, get stronger and faster and stronger and faster and then create TV and have one girl watch Mean Girls and take it way too literally and start wearing slogan shirts that say, I'm not even sorry. And you're like, what? It's crazy. I always look at those people. That's when I throw out all the things that I've learned. I'm like, I learned the fact that human beings are amazing creations made of stardust but I don't think that is, you know? Like, I always think about all the like miracles that have come into being for my own life, and then there's some people I'm like, no, but not you. It's just a disaster. That can't be, that can't be the same miracle. Um, but, but it is. I always wonder what it is that makes that. You always worry about like the technology that we've made and like what it's creating, because sometimes I feel like it makes me kind of a creep. You know, it's like whether you use Instagram or Facebook or Tinder or LinkedIn, at whatever point you're going to find yourself on your computer just like face shopping, you know? And that's just like cruising through looking for a face you like, just getting creepy like, yeah, I like that face. I don't know. I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's normal. Um, people do... People do have a weird relationship with machines. I think, I think a lot of this technology is amazing. Like, I think Google in particular is amazing. I think the most amazing thing about Google isn't that it knows everything. It's that it knows everything, and it's not a complete fucking asshole. Right? Because <laughs> every time I know something, I'm a giant piece of shit about it. Like, if any of my friends don't know that Bismarck is the capital of North Dakota, I'm like, what, did you skip second grade? You know, what's wrong with you? You, don't, you didn't have a, a map placemat when you were growing up? What's wrong with you? You don't know the capitals? <laughs> I think our whole relationship with machines, people freak out about artificial intelligence. They're like, what if machines take over, man, and they start, like, killing people for power, man? And I'm like, oh, you mean, like, what people do? <laughs> Like, I don't, machines have been nothing but complete gentlemen to me. The only times they're assholes is when people are behind them. Um, I don't know, though. I can't, I can't, I can't endorse the, the machine takeover. Because the machine, the machine will never have, like, a real, it could never make decisions the way a person does. It could never have a meaningful experience the way a person does because it can't experience love. And love is the one thing that actually matters. That even when you die and everything goes to shit, if you had a real experience with it for a short time, even if it's over, it means it was actually all worth it. Um, but the thing people don't tell you about love is that it's 99% compromise, <laughs> all right? It's not Disney love. There's no, there's no, like, emotion that just takes over and you live happily ever after. It's like, it's, it's finding someone, having that experience with them a couple times, then walking into a bunch of rooms and being like, I want to fuck all these strangers, <laughs> but I'm not going to do it because there's someone who likes me even when I smell bad, <laughs> all right? That's, that's what love actually is, which is why it shouldn't be like they lived happily ever after. It's like they lived happily ever after and then continuously compromised and tucked boners into their waistbands and didn't do the things they wanted to do because that's what it's all about. Thank you guys so much.
Joey Avery. I, I know what he's talking about. I got to tuck my boner all the time. <laughs> I know. So. I need to balance that one a little bit. <laughs> uh, hey, you guys. We've got panel people. Looks like Mike Evans Jr. is stepping up to the mic. Hello. Um, great set, by the way. That Thank you. Um, just one thing. My computer's never, is never, or Google's never mean to me. Right. And it's, it's, it's not like, because like, oh, I'm an asshole if I say that, uh, like, how do you not know, like, Bismarck is... Is the capital of, of where? North Dakota. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Would you skip the second grade or something? Like, like that's a funny insult. But I think you could add like, like, what did you not have a father or something? Like some like completely asshole-ish. Right. Something yeah, like yeah. actually fucked up. Yeah. Just like not terrible. Only, I like not that. Only am I smarter than you, but you're a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah I, like, cool. I just have one about uh, about the joke where your your tag about um, snorting crack at Denny's. You don't snort crack at Denny's. You buy oxycotton at Denny's. That's that's probably better. Yeah. <laughs> which, which Denny's? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I had, well, when you start off with the, uh, you see a lot of beers in San Francisco. I thought you were going with a gay joke about whatever. Uh, Why? Cause beer, well, because gay dudes have a beard, their wife, and then they come out. You never heard that? You never uh-huh. heard that? What? No. Yeah, yeah. If you're, you guys live in San Francisco, have never yeah. had beards. So it's called a beard. If you're, you're, if you're like a closet, like yeah, you go through like the steps of like getting married or a woman and stuff like that. You keep a, a girl around, and she's referred to you as your beard. Yeah, it makes you. While you go out and have casual sex with men, yeah. and they do ball torture and shit. I don't know. Holy <laughs> shit! You never knew. And here I thought I couldn't grow a beard. So yeah, hey, there you go. Uh, <laughs> no, you have a beard. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can work that in. That was your new knowledge. Uh, yeah, it's got, that so, would sorry. just be a whole new rabbit hole. I feel like I don't want to do that, but it's, <laughs> no, it's it, good it, to know. It's yeah, it's a little. It, it's, it's a little be a I think, Then it's got to be a gay thing. I yeah. think it's Everything a low. The be, beer, the actual like having a beard thing, like Wise is kind of low hanging fruit. Yeah, I think, that's uh, uh, yeah. I, it's good I knowledge it, though. So, like, don't it's yeah. it's good it. to know yeah. in case I get that. If they look at you stupid, I'm not referring to that kind of beard. Right, right. Just be like, in case your dad starts referring to your girlfriend as your beard, now you know why. That's helpful. Yeah, that's helpful. And then just get and only other thing the non-miracle human or the non-stardust people yeah i'll uh, just put a name to that and not like kardashian attack or just find like a, some piece right. of shit like paris or you know but like a a real one everyone can agree on or whatever uh, right that's a great that's a great bit that's a great joke uh but yeah just put a uh, tag a name at the end cool and yeah. that would i think it would punch hard. Yeah. i agree with them too that's a beautiful joke calling everybody stardust but you're a little wrong because not everybody stardust Bodie lang is not stardust <laughs> Bodie, sorry. he's human trash yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Yay! Joey, Avery, hooray. Uh, you guys listen to the Joke Workshop here on mutinyradio.fm. Just so you know, uh, on Mondays we have MRT3K from 8 to 10. Today's movie is uh, Police Academy 7. But this is going to be, there's going to be two more. We're basically finishing MRT3K in the month of October and then starting in... November, I want to have some sort of open mic thing from uh, 8 to 10. So if anybody's interested in running an open mic, I'm going to be sending that out to the crowds that 8 to 10 on Monday. I'd like it to be something performance-wise in the space. Hey, guys. Uh, our next comedian is wearing a, a shirt that is a beautiful shade of pink. And pink is one of my favorite colors. Uh, he looks like a bright and shiny young man just like ready to take over the world. All right, you guys, put your hands together. It's Calvin Albright. Golly, thanks. <laughs> While we're on the subject of uh, beards still, uh, I've finally reached a point in my life where uh, I can announce I just shaved and people stop asking what. 
it's kind of nice. I used to get uh, teased in high school for not being able to grow facial hair well. And it was, I didn't realize it at the time, but it's the only time when you're getting teased where you can just agree with the guy teasing you. Hey, you can't grow a beard. Yeah, I'm, I don't know who to talk to about this. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> you want to comment on my height? I'm also not in control of that. <laughs> uh, I saw a really fat guy wearing one of those uh, you know, Walmart t-shirts, extra, extra large, and it said, what part of no don't you understand? And I think it's fucked up to, uh, the, uh, to present the very idea that someone would rape you as irony. Yeah, that's not really self-confidence, is it? <laughs> uh, what do I want to talk about today? I drink a lot. Like, if I was a uh, superhero, I'd be Stuperman. <laughs> uh, it's a bird, it's a plane. Oh my god, does that guy think he can fly? I do, I do drink a lot, and uh, you know, like, sometimes when you wake up and you're really hungover, I, 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 you, like, you can't, you gotta start piecing your night together, and I always love that, because I'm a huge Tarantino fan. <laughs> I was just a pop culture throwaway with that one. I do drink a lot. I quit smoking, and uh, it was just easy, because I really only wanted a cigarette when I was drinking, but it's harder to quit drinking, because really I really only want to drink when I'm not drinking. <laughs> And uh, one thing I love about, what am I, where am I going with my drink? Oh, yeah, my drinking, one of the, it's, it's, it really does spice up your life when you're drunk all the time because the, you come up with crazy I, thoughts when you're uh, drunk and you, sometimes you follow through. Like sometimes you're drinking alone on Christmas Eve 2013 and you go, hey, does Microsoft WordArt have a fan page? They don't? I better make them one. So I got drunk and I made the uh, Microsoft Word Art fan page on Facebook. <laughs> 40 people like it. <laughs> all, most of them don't know me. They're all like Middle Eastern people. It's, and I just, uh, I just see, every now and then when I'm bored, I'll throw up uh, some uh, Microsoft Word Art and things like, every highway to, is a highway to hell if you kill yourself on it. Uh, really just like, not even like structured jokes. It's not even opening. I'm just trying to do uh, some of them by memory. Like, Cox, love him or hate him? I'll suck one for $20. And I think that's great because it's Microsoft Word Art telling you this. <laughs> you know when you were like 12 and you wanted to like spice up your report on kittens so you brought up Microsoft Word Art? Yeah, I got drunk Christmas Eve and made them a fan page. And without alcohol, none of that would have been possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird one. Uh, I had a really weird dream a few weeks back, and uh, I was sitting alone in an auditorium, and on stage there was a man, and he came out and he started rapping, and he was rapping about mustard. And I don't know how dream time works, but it went on for a good amount of time. And I woke up immediately after, and I wrote it down. I mean, I don't have a dream journal, but that one was of note. And I wrote it down, and then I realized something. I wrote that rap, told it to myself, and then I couldn't remember any words of it. I don't take the bus because it's too complicated for me, but I'm writing unconscious raps that go on for hours in my dreams. Also, what if you believe in the prof prophetic nature of dreams? Like, what is my mind trying to tell me? I'm not even a mustard fan. Am I, should it, is that how they let you know? 
that it's time that my taste buds have matured? Am I going to have one about that tells me avocados are somehow good now? Am I going to have a cilantro wrap that lets me know that it's all, it's all good now? Uh, I got a lot of, I got new ones. Let's see. Uh, David Foster Wallace walks into a bar. Footnote one. Not so much as a bar, it's kind of a sports bar where you would like see the modern kind of a bro would go. Like a guy who would pop a collar, but not anymore because that's kind of out of the bro vogue. But I was there on this particular Friday night, 2013, and I, uh, yeah. He gets to the bar and orders a vodka. Footnote two. I started drinking vodka because I was trying to lose weight. I'm finally reaching that point in my life where I have a, I'm starting to be conscious of my weight and I know that it's just not going to get better. It's just going to get worse from this point out if I don't start looking. I'm not trying to maintain. I'm just trying to get worse. So I started drinking vodka because I'm not consciously making enough decisions. <laughs> uh, I think that's all I really wanted to work on today. So thank you very much. <laughs> All right, buddy. buddy Calvin Albright. Boy. I Kevin. got things for him too. I got one for you. Right. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change your whole fucking life right here. So brace yourself. You wearing pants? You wearing a belt? So you're uh, w- the word art fan page. Yes. That is the punchline. <laughs> so that when it's like a funny thing, a funny action like that, like where you're a lunatic, that's the that's the punchline. So I think you should. I would how I would set it up. You can set it a different way. It's taught. Maybe, have you ever been so lonely that you find yourself, I don't know, does that make sense? Yeah, that, yeah, I get you. Yeah, 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 because establish kind of, because that's a level of loneliness, <laughs> not too many people. Yeah. I, I, and then you can link it to the other weirdos that you find on the internet. I still don't understand what word art is. Microsoft Word Art. Microsoft Word Art. It's Get a, with it, Pam. Jesus. That's a thing. That's a thing. Word? Everybody like knows. When you like, it like, it's little graphics. Like you type the thing and then, and then there's suddenly like really big letters and they're like purple and they like look like they're 3D. That might all, and actually maybe you got to explain it a little bit, yeah. kind of get a joke about that. No like, idea what you were talking, I'm like, I was like, is this something to do with I emojis? I, yeah. I, I mean, my mind goes to Down Syndrome, but don't use that as a reference. It's never good. He's not down with that. Uh, I have a question. What are other things impossible to do without alcohol? It's like you set yourself up for a premise of a joke that could okay. go super deep into like, I mean, I'm sure there's a crazy list that you could come up with of things that you can't like do without alcohol. Like the guy alcohol. who created... Like talk <laughs> like the, to your mom. Yeah, the guy who That's did true. X. I'm sure he didn't do that sober, you know. Right. Uh, that was one thing. And then two favorite th- your two least favorite things are avocados and cilantro what kind of monster are you I'm, yeah that's what are, get the <laughs> fuck out of california yeah, that's what, what i'm saying doing? okay so that was that and then the last one is um uh, no one knows who david foster wallace yeah, is cool. unless you unless you mention infinite jest now i know I exactly know. who that douchebag yeah. is because it's a terrible book and it's a million pages long and i'm so glad he killed himself because it's completely unreadable well, no unless you're talking about his commencement speech the the water thing that just water is yeah. one of the prettiest things uh, prettiest additions of mankind i think um i'm, I'm on the fence david foster wallace whiny bitch but <laughs> brilliant just mention Infinite Jest, and that will be. Yeah, it'll it'll, it'll, it'll like give the, people something to attach yeah, it to. David Foster Wallace, the whatever he did guy, because I don't know either. I know mm-hmm. the name, but I'm sure. Google Water, it'll make you cry. All right. Just I, Water. I, I don't think it'll come up if you just Google Water. Yeah. Well, Google well, yeah. Water. <laughs> Find out what water is. <laughs> then, <All right>. step two. <laughs> the joke about the. Was it, did you say there was a large person wearing a shirt that said, What part of no do you not understand? Yeah. 
Well, you could talk about the fact that he apparently can't say no to his urges. Oh, that's funny. No, like, apparently you don't know how to say no either. Put the fucking donut down, man. Oh, I'm not yeah. into fat like, shaming. L- learn to read backwards and look in front of a mirror. <laughs> you know, some, uh, yeah, go ahead. I like the I like the loneliness thing. Mm. I think you get a lot of fun out of it if you get lonelier. Suicide, every road is highways is highway to hell if you kill yourself. Yeah. Well, only I was thinking only if you had that like as a point of reference. Like I know in Catholicism you're not allowed to kill yourself, but for a lot of us that's an option. Mm. And I'm like, is it really? Particularly since this like being alive for a lot of people might be worse. I could hashtag put hashtag the Bible to really. Well, I was like, well, well is it? Because I literally thought I'm. I thought, well, maybe, but I'm not Catholic. So it might be an option, and I'm sorry, maybe, maybe I'm just overthinking it. But I thought you could approach that from a different angle too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, think that's it? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Uh, the uh, Superman. Superman. Cute. It's it's uh it's just a pun yeah. or whatever. But uh, if you want, like, it's a bird's a plane. But then go uh, like you know he leaps single ba- uh, buildings with a single bound, or he stops buses with a si- uh, a single racist outburst, or something that yeah, that like us you know Superman would do. I don't know. Uh, Superman would. Do. It's it's no, it's like it's a cute pun. Yeah. And there's room to have a, a good joke in there. But uh, yeah, you just work with. It. You're good. All right. Uh, thank you guys. Yay. Calvin Albright, or maybe even go Superman. Remember how people used to go Superman? Superman. I know I'm old. Uh, yeah, I still know. I I know who David Foster Wallace is though, so that makes me feel like a pretentious dickbag. And I know. Well, and he did. He did. Well, maybe you can link your suicide joke together with David Foster. Speaking of suicide, you guys. If reading that book makes me want to kill myself. Hey, uh, I really tried. I got. I couldn't even get past 200 pages, and I was just oh, like, I like the stuff. I okay, that. yeah, infinite justice. I don't care about tennis players with drug addiction <laughs> problems. That was the whole thing of the book. It was, anyways, I never understood it. Some geniuses just shouldn't be understood or read ever. Uh, hey, your next comedian, he might or might not be a genius. It is up to you for you guys to decide. Uh, he's definitely one of my favorite loose cannons. Put your hands together. It's Tommy McGuire. This link for myself, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's me, you lucky sons of bitches. You can tell people in 15 years, I knew that, dude, it's not going to win any favors, but... Yeah, moving on. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I fucking hate cocaine. Fuck, I hate cocaine every time I do it. More and more. I just, I I hate cocaine as much as I hate myself in the morning after doing way too much cocaine. And I don't advocate it. I think it's a fucking shitty drug. I fucking do not like it. But sometimes, function over fashion, you got to, you know, make the call. Uh, I was playing poker last night, and uh, I got I still got like 250 bucks on the table. I can't walk away, but I'm fucking like eight, ten beards deep, and just like shit. It's going around. I said no, no. All right, give me a bump, bump. And uh, you know, I was like, all right, I'm doing cocaine. I'm gonna hate myself in the morning. All right, cool. And then uh, we're just hanging out, and uh, I got fucking training date. And that's a weird reference because it doesn't exist, but. I get handed a cigarette, I'm like, oh, cool. Smoking a cigarette. Oh, is there plastic in this? Nope, just a bunch of cocaine. 
oh, cool, man. Uh, oh, what? And these are my friends that I was hanging out with playing poker, you know, or whatever. And they don't tell me there's cocaine. I'm about to freebase. What the fuck? They, this is why I'm so out of it right today. Like, I, uh, I shouldn't be here, but I, that's when you should go up, right? But it just fucked my day up even harder, dude. And, like, I'm serious. It literally, it tastes like plastic. And it was just gross. And just all of a sudden, I saw green. And it was just fucked. Not a joke. Just what happened last night. Sorry. I haven't been working on uh, jokes. been doing cocaine and fucking motorcycle shops. All right. Oh, God damn it. So... See a lot of dog walkers around, a lot of little dogs out here. San Francisco loves their little, you know, uh, live accessories, these little tiny fucking dogs. And I know you see big dudes with them, and that's like cute, because like, hey, I'm a big fucking macho dude, but I got a little corgi, hey, you know. Uh, that's cool, but it's just to mostly meet women, or at least have, them st uh, have a reason for them to stop, so you don't have to cat call, they'll come to you. It's a kind of genius like that. Uh, and all the, it's always the same thing, fucking like, oh my God, I love your little is he yours? What's his name? What is he? He's so cute. And that's well and fine. I'm not mad at that. Um, but I like to do the same thing. Just to fuck with him. I kind of flip it on him a little bit. And I'm like, oh, is this your dog? Oh, my God. What kind is he? Oh, I fucking hate dogs. Look at this little guy. He's so little. I can wrap my whole hand around his neck. Look. Look. Huh? He's starting to panic a little bit. You are, too. Look at you. Huh? Huh? I bet you I could throw him in that trash can across the street right now. 20 bucks, I got to do it. 20 bucks says I can hit it at least. Come on, come on, come on. Ah, uh, applause break. That's why I'm scheduling that one in there. Oh, uh, man, I'll leave you guys with this one. Um, I got in a little trouble at work. I got my hours cut in half, man. That sucks, cause when you're, especially when you're working part-time. And uh, But it's my nature to deflect, so I just blame them. I mean, it's, you know, buyer's remorse, man. You hired me. Me, to work with children. <laughs> I showed up to the interview on a skateboard. I'm dressed like I'm ready for a fucking rap battle. And I ended our in interview with, oh, for show, man. <laughs> and you gave me the job. And then you're going to call me up two, two years later about, yeah, you're being a little unprofessional. Not with the kids. I'm great with the kids, but with the fucking bosses and the bosses who don't fucking are pieces of shit. Maybe that's the attitude that got my hours cut. But yeah, fuck them. Sorry. Sorry for all that, guys. Thank you. Tommy McGuire. Don't do cocaine, because then you get up and think this is, you're going to do something. And, well, yeah. it, before we get started, and I want to ask kind of everybody this question. Does anyone else have a major pet peeve about people using the same comedic lines like, this is going to be, I'm going to wrap this up, or this is going to be, like oh, when you yeah. say it's going to be your last joke. I'm just wondering what people think about that. I'm kind of jealous of the people, because I haven't figured it out yet when you get your last joke, like, I'm going to leave you with, with this guy. Right, guys. leave and you with this. Thing in and that, like, they're thinking, I can't do anything. Yeah, I, I don't no, know you just, just do it. Like, uh, get on stage. Don't ask them how they're doing tonight because that's fucking heck. Yeah, I do that. And yeah. Uh, don't, yeah, just and plow through your shit. So, the, so, the cla so Ethan says the classic comedian lines like, I'm going to leave you with this or like, if you're hosting, like, give it up for. Well, no, or it all makes those no, that was cool in like 1988 if you're yeah. like fucking, you know, Richard Bowser, well, I don't fucking know, you know, but I think in modern day comedy, like, it's just Belzer, Balzer, his name's Balzer, I don't know his name. Well, I think it depends, I mean, sometimes you are 
trying to get people's attention for the last joke or you're trying to let the person who's flashing a light frantically at you that you are aware of it that's true right. get off stage. yeah so there, there is purpose. like a, that, that but that's always been, kind of a you could always acknowledge that yeah, that, that might have been maybe the first time I've done that because usually I just run out of material or whatever. But I always do the whole, hey, how you doing, yeah. guys? Cool. And I'm well, like, it just comes out without I don't think she's pointing that out. I think she was just calling it in general. I'm, no, no, yeah, yeah, I'm just, it's it's more of a, I heard you say it and I hear people do it all the time. And I was just wondering what everybody's feeling is on using those sort of classic comedy, sure, like, yeah, mo- yeah. like it's like, it's not a moniker, it's a... But it's a it's a quote or a phrase think, that they accuse yeah. the audience in, like, okay, now I'm done, and they know and you know, but I don't know if it's necessary. I mean, I try to avoid it, but I just was wondering what people thought about it. I think it's like the the closer should be like your great uh, like your final like bat, like you know that's where you get the good guitar solo in, you know that's where you. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, I think with that's the whole, where you have the most fun. Yeah, like lines like that. I think they draw attention to like the strings of the whole thing. They make it. They take you out of the moment by making you realize that there's a man on stage talking, and yeah, this is and unnatural. This is bit, and I'm not, and I'm, I have this all planned out instead of being yeah. free flow. Yeah. yeah. I think it's personal. I generally don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. There we go. That's, that's awesome. my approach. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, now um, to but Tommy McGuire's question. Joke. It's yeah. an interesting question. I yeah, and your uh, your first joke, I think that's uh, some funny shit. Just yeah, I, I, set I it up with like you know that you have really good friends because yeah. they make you fucking. Free There's something there. Coke. I didn't I didn't for, I didn't write it as a joke with any. Co- you know what I mean? Like I I thought I'm thinking it's funny because it happened, but it's not. I didn't end it with anything. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. there's something there. But yeah, like fucking I do. Like I hate cocaine as much as I hate myself in yeah. the morning. Uh, and I had a little bit. I was gonna go in more detail about how it got in, whatever. But it's just like it doesn't. It's unnecessary information. Or maybe you gotta advance your your friendship game. Like they've yeah, well, they've gone from drawing dicks on faces to making you smoke crack. Don't, like, don't hang out with bikers, man. <laughs> I I really enjoyed your joke about work and getting your hours cut. I thought yeah. that was great. It's well written. You had the tags there. The, the, the whole thing about showing up on a skateboard and yeah. it's cute you've got all of it that, there that's one, my two, favorite three. joke I've written in and however well the, la- the, the last favorite joke I've written uh, yeah. that I'm gonna keep it's yeah, good I like that. I've, I've trimmed it and, yeah, yeah keep going and you could even add you could you could always like switch up tags on a joke like that too yeah you know what I mean? Like you could throw in when you're like, I mean, like, why did they hire me? I'm mean, I dress like a, and then you go into the, all these details as to why they. I'm like, wait, actually, I know exactly why they fucking hired me because I dress like a fucking twelve year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, or, like, or bring it, bring it right, back yeah. on yourself. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck did they well, fire me? Actually, that's a good you question. You can work it into all the, the teenagers identify with me. You can work it into the cocaine thing too, and be like. Yeah, I because I stopped buying cocaine from the guy in charge, or because I look like I look I look because I look right and like right now like I just did a bunch of cocaine. You can throw that in there too and tag it. It's back. in a shitty neighborhood. They like me walking them out to their cars at night after school. I've been I've been buying cocaine off the street. It's fine. <laughs> you didn't even mention the neck tattoo, which I think would be a good punctuation. Oh yeah, yeah, I got fucking stupid tattoos, <laughs> and fucking highly visible. Yeah, all right, thank you. Thanks, guys. Yay! Tommy McGuire! Goodbye, Ethan Albers and Joey Avery. Thank you for all of your wonderful comments here on the Joke Workshop every Monday from 6 to 8 here at mutinyradio.fm. Our next comedian, she is... Well, she is our first... No, she's our second she. Moon Show counts. (laughs) I forget sometimes who are... which, Which people are ladies and which are... We're all just comedians. We don't need to be gender biased, do we? Uh, your next comedian, she's great. She's in the past couple of weeks. She's become one of my favorite people here, showing up all the time to both the clubhouse and to joke workshop. Put your hands together for the very funny Trina. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, okay, so my position on gay rights 
and I've said this a thousand times, nobody chooses a dick in the face. <laughs> if you're motivated, acquire the taste of a dick in the face. If you don't want a dick in the face, don't have a dick in the face. It's just that simple, but it's complicated, you know? Um, Anyway, that's my prepared material. I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we all get to that moment where we've bombed a bunch of times and we're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to get up there and run like the wind. So for me, that moment is now. Um, let's see. But first, I have some prepared jokes <laughs> I want to go through. No, seriously. So Pam, I feel like you're the top dog around here, obviously. And I, and I want to apply for, you know, your, your second, right? Like, because I am the best at coming in second. Like, I am number one at number two. <laughs> right? And I think what makes me so good at it is my enthusiasm, right? Like, I'm like 150%. And then at the 11th hour, I was like, oh, shit, I got to go. I was supposed to be off at 8. I don't have authorization for this overtime. I can't be here. Look, I know we're about to win, but it, it's about the journey, right? It's not. It's the meaning. You know, in the words of John Lennon, Abbey Road. I love that joke. I don't know why. <laughs> So um, my weaknesses, I'm socially awkward, like super socially awkward. The thing I do, this kind of my signature, you know how you like do the hug thing? I don't know how I manage it, but I have so many times inadvertently like suctioned my ear to the person's face. Like have you ever accidentally suctioned your ear to somebody's face? Like, and then I'm always, I pull away and I'm always wondering, okay, did they notice? And then, like, the look on their face is usually <laughs> so, <laughs> right? I'm like, fuck. Um, I was talking to um, Zach, I can't remember his last name, at the brainwash. And he, I, it, Wiseman, thank you. And, and we were just, like, in the middle of a conversation, he was like, and then runs, like runs off, like runs fast off, like in the middle, like mid-sentence. So I think I'm going to do this. I think this is brilliant now. I'm just, that's my new thing now. Like I was talking to, I was talking to Leo outside the basement um, oh last week, last Thursday, and he was sitting there talking to this lady, and she says, I'm here to smoke the DJ. And <laughs> like, you know how you kind of let the conversation go? Like, okay, this is going to make sense in a second. Like, I'm not going to out myself as being totally ignorant of what we're talking about here because in a second, this is going to make sense. And then at some point, I just had to be like, I'm sorry, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I don't understand it all. So apparently there's this new game. It's like sort of reality-based, and she had a water gun, and she was literally there to shoot the DJ because he was also in the game. I don't know how I feel about that. It seems like I don't. We shouldn't be running around, even with a water gun, right? Can we just stop the violence, really? I mean, 
Or maybe we just have, that's how we do gun control, right? It's just water guns. That's it. Everybody has a water gun, pellet gun, whatever. You can paintball somebody. I love that Gallagher joke. Like, I'm sorry. Now I'm just telling other people's jokes. Where like he was like, you know, we should all just have a paint gun. And then if somebody does something bullshitty, you just shoot their car with the paint gun. And then after they have a certain number of like hits, then they get a ticket. I think that's it. I think we're good. Yay! Trina didn't do cat jokes. Yay! Trina! Woohoo! Hey, everybody, we've got people to comment. Okay. Uh, uh, for, uh, I wanted to nail down your vibe for you just in case you didn't know. Thank you. It's I love that. NPR after dark. <laughs> okay. I think you should play up to that a little. Okay. I think you sound really comfortable up there, and I think you should just keep just keep being yourself. Uh, you know, but I can do you know? an audience of five really well. <laughs> well, just just kind of like just remember how you're feeling right now, okay. and just try to always associate it with with any stage that you get up okay. on. You know what I mean? And I think it's also hilarious how like some of the people in our comedy community are freaking you out. I love it. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's funny. See, that's great but jokes that's to tell when it's all us. just comics yeah. in the room. That, that's great material for yeah, when it's all comics in the room because most all of us can totally like see that happening. <laughs> absolutely. If you tell Zach Wiseman jokes, especially here, when he's here, yeah. that'll be yeah. really that's good. good. Right. So okay. you're, you're like knowing yeah. your audience, I guess you're already, you know, okay. there you go. I and the and on anytime one. you can mention Leo Zinger being creepy, that's absolutely, you're going to get some really good laughs off of it. Really? He is the creepiest motherfucker in the city. Him and <laughs> Paul Sanford are going to get, I should actually have a beauty pageant for them. Oh, I we have can a vote on it. Leo bit. Oh yeah, you should definitely, he has, you should, I do. only when it's only comics though because otherwise people don't understand they're like they mm -hmm. have no idea what you're talking yeah. about but they know unless you like somehow talk about it I've done it creepy. in front of non-comics and they, and they love it well yeah. he is well, pretty I don't know unusual. how well it went over maybe you need to also to spend some time talking to Paul Sanford because that will also give you some oh. great material where's he been man he's, he's been really hiding I've been I've had to be a uh, Facebook friend just to get his fucking crazy ass rants he's <laughs> <laughs> awesome his Facebook feed well, I I enjoyed. I this is the first time I've heard. Well, other than the the second set you did last week at the Special Fantastics, where you didn't do cat jokes. Even though I love the cat jokes, but then I told well, you like do only cat jokes, and you did only no, cat no, jokes no, for a while, which I, I think no, is hilarious. No, no, because before when I first started, I would just do a bit once and then abandon it, right. right? And I was trying to really mine everything I could out of a specific like bit and sure. set. So. Have you done coming in two before? What? Coming in second or coming in two? No, this is my first time verbalizing it. I've That's actually really good. I mean, you could use it. You set it up using Pam as a setup, but if you find like any setup you could do for any okay. situation, that worked. I thought that sounded really nice. Okay. Really like maybe it. just a job interview weaknesses. Okay, I'm really good at. Or strength. Yeah. No, no, strength. Say that's your strength. I'm really good at coming <laughs> in number two, guys. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're set up for a poop joke whenever you want to. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I it is. Yeah. 
You want You're to, really good at no, number it's, two? No, it is. That's the only thing I left out. Like, oh, I'm well. a really good girlfriend because one of my strengths as a girlfriend is I, like, totally encourage you as your number two. Like, I stand right there at the closed bathroom door <laughs> with my nose in it going, don't let that shit beat you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole... Who does number two work right. for? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I do love Austin Powers. Too. Don't take that shit. <laughs> yeah. No, take that shit. I'm yeah. sorry. Take that shit. You're like a little cheerleader. You're like anyway. um you're like um Rosemary's baby, except the character who not the baby, the to, uh help me out. You know who she is. Everybody tells you you must look like her all the time, don't they? Sissy Spacek. Oh. Is it Sissy Spacek? No. I get a variety of stuff. But who the am Rosemary's I really? Baby I was, girl. I Mia was reading, like, you guys would be honest. Like, who am I? Am I really the MP? Like, I, should I dress differently? Like, I don't know. When I first started out, I would be more sexy, but that wasn't working. Just be Trina. Yeah, no, be this Trina. is this is this is great this stuff. Is okay? okay. Yeah, this is great. You have cool. a distinct voice, and I like that. Like, okay. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to play something up, play with like you have sort of a timid quality to yourself. Like, okay. play yeah, up like I the do. timidness with saying like weird disgusting things about poop and like see if it reads like where you're like kind of like you know i don't know you're like um you're like a, a like an older white tittering asian teenager okay you know right, like right. You're yeah. something like that i don't i don't know I don't yeah know. okay awesome thank you Hooray, so Trina, much yay! 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 Trina! uh hey guys your next comedian, he is actually on the first of the Pamtastic showcases this Friday, 1016. He's on that show with Ethan Albers. Uh, other people on that show are FC Sierra. Uh, Zach Weissman hasn't gotten back to me, but I put him on the flyer anyways because I don't give a fuck. I'm sure he'll show up. Uh, but just so you guys know, at that show, I'm going to have a guest set for one comedian every week. So I'm going to book it with six or seven comedians, but there will always be one 10-minute set that's just sort of open. Um, that'll be a last minute kind of thing. So everyone is still totally welcome to be here on Friday nights from 8 to 10 for Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. It's just that the open mic, open mic, is going to be from 6 to 7.45. And then we're going to clear the room out and have people pay money and make it like a real show like other places do. Because we're trying to change the model here at Mutiny Radio. So come and see this next comedian this Friday from 8 to 10. It's only five bucks. He's totally hilarious. Put your hands together. It's Bodie Lane! Thanks, Pam. Hey. Sorry about that. I had that emergency last week. I owe you one for that shit, man. A little, little grow room emergency. Couldn't make it to a show last week that Pam had booked me on. And it sucked not to get there. It sucked like being knee deep in like wet ganja plants and not being able to perform comedies. It's a bummer. More of a personal problem, really. But uh, wet anyway, ganja move on. All day. Yeah, wet ganja. Um, I liked your hug joke too. I forgot to tell you that the hug, the ear, and the hug joke. Cause it's a relate, it's a relatable topic. Everybody can relate to that, you know. It reminded me of a shitty hug joke that I wrote one time about how um, a good measuring stick or indicator, if you meet a female immediately, a good way to know that she's either interested or not interested in you, is um, the first hug that you get from that woman is a really big indicator. Cause if she, if she does the hips out hug, <laughs> right? It's a big difference than the hips in hug. If you get the hips out hug, that's like, you know, I want to keep my genitalia as far away from yours as possible, but I know I still have to make body contact with you. 
And that's just a good, it's a good indicator to let you know. Um, you said you drink too much. How old are you? 22. 22. Oh, my God. That's awesome. No, that's great. Yeah, this is, that's probably when you should drink too much. But yeah, you, you'll, you'll learn. You're, you'll be able to drink a lot more and learn that. You, <laughs> another good measuring stick that you reminded me of, and the shitty joke that I wrote. Uh, a good measuring stick to know if you've been drinking too much is peeing into things that are not toilets. <laughs> Every once in a while, you, know, you pee in a Gatorade bottle, an alleyway, fucking wicker laundry basket or some shit. But if you're consistently peeing into things that are not toilets, that's the indication, I feel like, of a, of a drinking problem. Uh, maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Uh, I had some of those for that, man. Some other kind of... Oh, yeah, well, there's an old poker. I, I played poker for a living for a couple years, or tried to. Yeah, it was like, I won, like, one big tournament, and I was like, I could play poker for a living. Bad fucking idea. Uh, and there was an expression at poker, they had it in the movie Rounders, if you're familiar with the movie Rounders, you know, and Matt Damon and the, the douchey guy. And in the movie, they were like, if you can't spot the sucker at the table, that means you're it. If you're drunk and you're at a bar, if you can't spot the drunkest guy at the bar, you are fucking it. I had to put like, what applies with every other drug. If you're like, if you're like, you know, or anything in life really, if you can't spot like a horny, more desperate person in the bar, you are probably the most horny, desperate person in that fucking bar, for sure. Measuring sticks for you guys here. It's happening. Um, I saw a funny thing happen in Dolores Park today. I saw, I saw a Shih Tzu piss on another Shih Tzu. And it was great because I, like, I love dogs, but Shih Tzus are like the only dogs I'm like, eh, you might as well have a cat. Like, what the fuck, a Shih Tzu? And I finally was like, wow, that was a really great moment with the Shih Tzu. And uh, something else that was great was the guy whose dog got peed on was really upset. <laughs> and was like really, he was really pissed. He was like, he was sitting there and uh, he's like, Who's, whose dog is this? Like pointing to the other dog that had peed on his dog, you know? And this, this younger girl like rolled up, not like younger, like eight year old, like younger, like 20 something girl. She rolled up and she's like, hey man, that's, that's my dog. And the guy was like, well, your dog just peed all over my dog. And the girl was like, well, dude, they're fucking dogs, man. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, I, you know, sorry. And just kind of, you know, blowing them off. But the guy was really upset. And he wanted to make a point to yell at somebody and, like, make a scene and, like, wanted people to hear it. So he's just like, well, how would you like it if I peed on you? And without blinking an eye, the girl was just like, well, I'm super into that shit. So it's fucking hot, okay? And the guy just fucking you know? And now he's just standing there with like a peed on dog looking stupid. It was, great. It was a great moment for, for me, anyway. I, I laughed at that. Um, as I was exiting the park, though, I saw kind of a sad thing. Um, you know, I saw a homeless guy, and he had like a little blanket out, and he had like all these little items like spread out all over the blanket, like stuff that he had found like in the garbage or whatever, and he's got it like, you know, out on display. And he, like, I, I hate seeing that shit. It's like, fuck, you know, this guy's, he's, like, trying, you know what I mean? He's got, like, stuff out there or whatever. So, like, I had this moment of, like, total just, like, empathy. I'm like, this fucking sucks seeing this shit. I hate seeing this shit. And there was a bicycle seat on, on his blanket, and a dude walked by and picked up the bicycle seat and was, like, inspecting it because I guess he wanted to purchase it or whatever. And the fucking guy ran up, fucking kicked the bicycle seat out of his hand, and the dude was just, like, what the fuck, dude? And he grabs the bicycle seat, fucking spikes it on the fucking ground and looks at the dude. The guy's like... I just wanted to buy your bicycle seat, sir. He goes, I'm not selling you my shit. I'm just showing you all my shit. 
And I, I laughed, which you should never do to a homeless crazy person. You should never laugh. Even if there's like a homeless guy standing on the corner like, Milky Way, dog fart, blood boners. You can't, you just have to like be quiet. You can't, you, like you can't, you want to chuckle, but you can't. But I made the mistake of like laugh because I was like, <clears throat> and he just looked at me. He's like, you think it's funny, motherfucker? You know, I just like, gosh, you know, like you got to know better in that situation. Head down, walk away. Head down, walk away. Just kind of like the guy who got his dog peed on. Instead of being like, yeah, look at that peed on you. Dude, head down, walk away, motherfucker. Thank you for listening. Bodie Lane, the best storyteller of everyone ever in the history of telling stories. Uh, comments? Everybody just, everyone loves your story so much. So that did you get that girl's name? I'm actually her number. Yeah, yeah good idea. It could be a tag. It should be like, you know, and so now we're married. Yeah. <laughs> We've been dating for like, me, the Shih Tzu, not the girl. <laughs> well, you almost, with the Shih Tzu joke, you can almost be disappointed for a second because they didn't actually shit on each other. Yeah. Since it isn't like their name or whatever. Because you're like, I kind of fucking hate those dogs. But, um, you know, and now you hate them more because they didn't actually live up to their name. <laughs> Just peeing on each other, right? And yeah. shitting on each other. I kept on waiting for the shit. Yeah. Oh God. You know what? And I had a question. I was going to ask my boyfriend the other night. I've never actually seen two girls, one cup, but I was taking this like enormous Indian poo in the morning. Uh, cause I'd eaten some Indian food and I wanted to ask like, what is that video? Two girls poop in a cup and then they eat it. Is that what happens? Oh uh, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. oh yeah. They make out. No, they yeah, throw it up it into just... each other's mouth too. There's not. Yeah, there's shit, and they throw it up to each other's Oh, mouth. they throw... That's insane. So, it's funny, but there became like a running joke of just watching people's reactions to watching yeah. the video for the yeah. first time, which is actually almost funnier than on the video itself, just like watching the reactions. Two, two dogs, one It actually, bag. like, there's not many things that, like, you like, that, that really triggers my gag reflex when I see that shit. Ha, 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 I was going to say, it's an it's a idea for a tag, just, uh, fuck yeah, we're in a drought, where she's, like, advocating getting peed on. <laughs> I'm a big R. Kelly fan. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I guess we can all agree, though, that Bodie Lane tells great stories. I don't. I mean, you seem to manage to put punchlines in them. I don't know if they're planned or if you just are that funny, but I don't usually hear people tell stories where they're actually funny. I think I just... I re- see, I just actually remember fucked up shit because like, most of the shit I'm, like, that, like, actually like, happened. Like, I, I'm maybe adding some bullshit onto it. But like I, li- I literally did see it was actually a lab peeing on a pit bull. Oh, okay. But I just made it into shit so I thought shit would be funnier. For yeah, some definitely. Reason. Well, they're fucked up little dogs. <laughs> Dumb little. They're, might as well have a cat. You said that already though. That was a funny line. I like it. Absolutely. Uh, does anybody else have any comments for the wonderful Bodie Lane? All right, then you're Thanks, gonna guys. see him Thanks, this Sam. Friday at the show, Bodie Lane. <laughs> It's always weird on the joke workshop when someone just does really well and it's like, what are we gonna talk about now? How great they did? We could just we could just suck your dick publicly on the radio if it makes you feel any better. Now, uh, Bodie Lane's really funny. Yay, Bodie Lane. Uh, our next comedian, he's also a very funny man. He, I got to be in a show with him not too long ago called Feedback Loop, which is actually happening this Wednesday from eight to 10, which is a super fun show where uh, they 
Bo Troxclair runs it and he projects this weird little texting thing behind you so the audience texts in during your set and you like look back and you can kind of go with it or not and it's it's really interactive and super fun and we were on this show together last month and I loved his set so much and now he's been coming back to Mutiny Radio again and again and he loves it here so much that he's starting a new show on Sunday nights from 10 to midnight called Old Soul Radio. I'm very, very excited to see what he's going to bring to the station. But right now, he's going to bring it to the stage. Everybody, it's Mike Evans Jr. So I don't hate white people. Um... I've been getting a lot of heat for that recently. Uh, it's just most of my jokes have to do with white people and porn. There's two things. I'm, I'm a 20-year-old young black male. Those are two things that are pretty prominent in my life all the time. And I'm angry. Who can I blame? Oh, it's the white guy's fault. <laughs> and how can I transfer my pain into something I love? Oh, I'll jack off to white women. So it's just, <laughs> so it's just that constant world. And it's not like I just... I hate like white people in general, but I just dislike people who get away with anything, right? Which is white, like they have a type of lie for white people. It's a white lie, a lie that's okay to do because it's, because it's white, right? Yet we associate those things with so many things, like, like why are the scariest birds crows and shit because they're black and pigeons? It's like, oh, there's a Negro pigeon walking down the street. But when we see a dove, you're like, oh, it's so sweet. It's probably nice to so the same fucking thing um uh let me see oh but I, I get mad at black people too though all the time like we've spent lots of years in civil rights movements to like not have you know black people in the back of the bus but when i'm on the 44 on the way here i see a lot of black people in the back of the bus and i can't i i don't get mad like i, I sit in the front of the bus on purpose like willingly just to defeat that stereotype but it's not like I don't get up for an old white lady on the bus, you know? Because you're supposed to get up for old people in general. I'm not going to be like, hey, fuck you, lady. This is 2015. I'm going to sit here, walk your crippled ass to the back. Like, I'm, not, I'm not that type of guy at all. Um, but I'm, I'm a fucked up person myself. I'm just, we're just comedians, so we justify the fucked up things we do and say, like, oh, you know, we can make a joke out of it, you know? Like, I fuck people I don't want to all the time just for the thought that I can maybe put it into a set. Right? Like the reasons like, oh, my parents are like, why do you smoke weed, Mike? <laughs> it's because, you know, it can make me funnier potentially. It's like, you know, it's like, I, so I tell myself I need to watch porn even after I come just for the material. But really, I'm just a twisted motherfucker. Like I shouldn't be watching, because they're, they're not good at acting. You know, I'm not watching it for anything. <laughs> but um, now the worst thing I did was back in the day, I think I ruined this kid's life one time because there's this kid named Tyree in my elementary school. He used to get blamed for shitting in the urinal, like all the time. Like all the time this kid would shit in the urinal and like people bullied him for it and like teachers like would call his parents in for it and then he just stopped for like three months. For like three months this kid completely stopped and I said, fuck it, I shit in the urinal and they found it and I totally blamed Tyree. I totally just fucked his whole life. He had kicked out of school and he's, like, he probably doesn't have a family somewhere now, and I'm just a terrible person, and that's, it's okay to say that because it's in a joke, but I, saying, that, saying that exact story on a first date won't get me anything, <laughs> ever. It just doesn't work. But, um, yeah, this joke is 
Yeah, years later, I went to this party and I got this girl really drunk to the point, she told me that, she, you know, I don't like drinking that much, like, I really shouldn't do it, Mike. I'm like, no, you know, you should do it, it'd be fun, it's Halloween, it'll be a great time. And uh, she got so drunk to the point, she was just knocking over shit, just knocking over paintings and shit off, off, the, uh, off the walls in the house, and she ran outside, and ran outside, she was just so screamingly drunk, she takes a shit in the middle of the street, just right in the middle of the street, and mid shit, she gets hit by a car. <laughs> And Tyree gets out and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Babe, what are you doing here? And I realized I fucked up his life again. Like Tyree is gonna, oh, I thought you were going for the horn. Tyree is gonna fuck up my life eventually. I know it's just coming to me. Karma is just gonna hit me in the face tenfold. I'm just gonna wake up one morning with this shit on my chest. I feel like that's the only way that that's gonna <laughs> be okay between me and Tyree. This is a fucked up joke about, <laughs> about shit and this kid. Um. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure that's like a sexual thing somewhere to shit on somebody's chest. We just talked about that with two girls, one cup. Um, I feel like you can make a sex position out of any, uh, <laughs> any country, an inanimate object, and just, it just sounds sexual. Or, like an, or an animal, right? So you take like Portugal and a mongoose. Call it the Portuguese mongoose. In your head, you're already thinking of a, of a sexual situation, right? It sounds like something you could perform on somebody. Like think... Like the Puerto Rican helicopter. It sounds like, sounds like you're getting hurt after that shit, right? Or the Italian filing cabinet. It just sounds almost painful. Like it sounds like your dick might fall off, but might taste like spaghetti. Um, let me see. Let's see what else. Um, I told this girl today that I, she asked me like what my, my religious views were. And I told her, like, I believe in God, but I don't think it's this guy that everybody's talking about. I don't think it's, like, we're written in books and shit. I don't believe that we know enough to write a whole book and then sell it to people and start wars and shit. Like, we shouldn't know that much about what goes on outside of here. I just feel like to say that there's not a God is crazy, too. Like, me and, me and God, we have, like, this homie relationship where if I litter too much, he gives me herpes. It's just this whole, this whole back and forth thing where if I fuck up something in his realm, he'll just introduce me to a tranny. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that's my time, guys. I'm Mike. Mike Evans Jr. and his Turkish snow cone. Yay. I, I loved the sexual position joke. I thought that was yeah. hilarious. Thank you. All right, comments, comments. <laughs> Turkish snow cone, actually, I stole, too. That's actually from um, the second Deuce Bigelow male gigolo. I don't, Wait, do, Why do, do you know that? Why, of course <laughs> I know that, because it's the best thing. There's a whole thing where he's like, you don't know how to do a Turkish snow cone? A Turkish snow cone. And it's, it's in the movie. But it's great. It's exactly what you said. It's a country <laughs> and a thing, and it goes together. So, yeah, you, yeah. Can, <laughs> you should just brainstorm that for, like, a day and a half <laughs> yeah. and just, like, put the together the ones. weird, play, play a match game with, like, yeah, the craziest you, you, you put thing. In, you put in a lot of words in that one. Thank you. Uh, and basically, you just be like, you have, you have your theory about uh, a, a, a country with a, an animal object or animal, just whatever, and then just, yeah, come up with a Turkish snow cone, you know, when you fucking shit in her eye, and then, I, I'm sorry, that was awful, but you know what I mean, like, just like, you can do like five, you can do like five good ones, and that's just good laugh, 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 and that's just, that's a great bit and a great joke to keep things rolling or whatever, and, uh, yeah, just roll with that, man, and just like cut out the fat or whatever, and but just just give examples because that's what we want to hear. You can right. bring it back to, you can yeah. call back to it constantly. Like if yeah. you get lost, but it'd be it'll be great when you 
you have wonderful energy and presence when you don't aren't staring at your cell phone. Yeah, that, like, that too. And I, I actually I was, enjoy yeah. that you don't hold the microphone, that you stand back off of it because it gives you the opportunity to use your hands and you're like using your body in a way that sort of works. But every time you look at your cell phone, you kind of kill the energy. But I know we're working it out here, and that's yeah. all fine. It's just it's exciting to see you when you're just sort of like rolling with it, and because you do look exactly like Dave Chappelle. Did anybody yeah. else notice that? <laughs> no. Giants, <laughs> bitch. He's my now dad. You sound like I, I know. I, I, I think I know more black people than you do because I don't. Think he looks, there's you know what I mean? Like I fact. just like oh, he's just. Uh, you, you look just like the other one. Like, no, he doesn't. Fuck out of here. Maybe, maybe I'll I'm putting, words, I'm putting racist words in her mouth. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I have the uh, racist words too. I, I don't think really I'll... see it, but I think yeah, mannerisms maybe. But anyways, go ahead. Moving on. Uh, I was gonna say uh, about the uh, you know white doves and black. Uh, yeah. You get a you know black cat crosses your path. That's the whole thing. And then you could be like white cat crosses your path. You don't know this. But you actually get a small business or. That's fucking. That's really good. Yeah, like, uh, you okay with me taking that? I feel like a dick. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> that, that's what these are for, okay. man. Take them, yeah. That's, that's really that, yeah, white cat. And on, the, on that same joke, <laughs> where uh, you're like, but the white doves are like, oh, it's all nice. Like, and they're, they're supposed to symbolize peace. Yeah, uh, and peace. white people, yeah, not so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're not peaceful. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, and then do some of those white nations. Like, have you ever had a Russian hot dog? Well, hot dogs yeah. too easy. Have <laughs> you ever? Yeah, that, have that, you that ever sex had, joke could totally oh, be a good segue. Have you ever had a Russian <laughs> dump truck? <laughs> you know You've Thank never you. had a Russian dump truck? Seriously, those white people they come up with fucked up shit. <laughs> a Russian dump truck, right? <laughs> I don't know. I I, I, I want to. I'm gonna start texting you with weird words put yeah. together. <laughs> like, the only other thing different countries and weird things. With the uh, you you fuck uh, chicks you don't want to fuck because you think you might get a joke out of it, mm-hmm. but usually it's just like an STD, <laughs> and at one time it was a kid, or something like you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah, we put ourselves in. We all do this. We put ourselves in situations because because like it, I shouldn't do this, funny. but I'm gonna get a joke yes. and whatever. So like. Yeah, usually, yeah, exactly. I might, I, I might get an STD, but I got this joke. Or, mm, or yeah, that's good. Just beef that up with, uh, yeah, yeah. Or cut that all down, and I, um, just say um, that you're looking for a good abortion joke. You know, you're having sex <laughs> yeah. with all these women just because you're looking for a good abortion joke. Like or really that, highlight. That's highlight. good. So, so I can't. You write that down, Catholics. yeah. Because you just cut out uh, the chaff, right, and keep the center. I keep fucking all these girls I don't want to fuck because I want a good abortion joke. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't want one of those. Or a rape joke. But that, that takes it a little too far. Girls can do that, but I don't know if guys can still like make rape jokes. You've never had an Australian zombie? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? Do you know what space docking is? I used to think that space docking was when you shit in a girl's vagina, oh. but that's not true. It's when gay is that people. Name? I don't know. I How thought do, it was space docking. How the holes link up? I think that you link up the holes and you shit in the. But I was wrong. I learned that space docking is when an uncircumcised man takes his foreskin and puts it over the uncircumcised penis of another man, and that is that space docking. Ah, I'm just saying, sexual things. The real ones Ooh. that exist are weird. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, are you really only 20? Yeah. It's going to be famous. That's, no, that's, that's, uh, great, that's great news for you, not for me. That's all. No, it, yes. That's great shit. You're 20 years old. Yeah, it's really Thank you. Oh, I was going to say, uh, if you have like 
if you wanted to, like the was it, having sex with women because uh, you need jokes, you could actually you could uh got like and I don't got anything. Like all I got was like Michelle's feet are so ticklish. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> Mike Evans Jr. Hey, you guys, you're going to listen to his new show on Sundays from 10 to midnight, Old Soul Radio. Yay! All right, we have a couple more comics here on the Joke Workshop. And then following that, I hope you guys all stay for the seventh installment of the Police Academy movies. Uh, they're actually going to Moscow. So I'm really happy about Zach Wiseman's art that's up on the on the wall that says, fuck you, Russia. And then there's a, a, a hot dog ice cream cone that's dripping. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Good time. Stay here uh, later. It's going to be a fun time. Hey, everybody. Uh, your second to last comedian is a really nice guy. Uh, I feel like... Uh, if he, I feel like your jokes should date Trina's jokes. I don't know if that means that you guys should date each other, but I feel like your at least your pants should, because you you both look like these. Anyways, I'm digging myself into a hole, uh, but he's gonna pull himself out of it with his funny jokes. Put your hands together. It's Ken Suzuki. Thank you. Please give it up for the most benign and innocuous person in the room, folks. <laughs> woo You know what hit parties with him are like? Mormons. No, um, I was at the grocery store the other day, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but don't you hate it when they are, the person at the register always asks you after you've picked everything out, did you find everything you're looking for? Did you find everything you're looking for today? Who says no to that question? Did I find every, no, no I didn't. I'm looking for good joke premises. <laughs> oh, a successful career and end to my existential anxiety. Could you please start stocking those where I can find them? <laughs> oh, the Bay Area, it's a beautiful place. I recently moved here and there, I, I'm starting to learn the area now. It's my second month here. You got, I love Oakland where I come from. Up north you have Berkeley where the douches live. But my favorite area I think I found out is Chinatown. The Bay Area Chinatown. Or as it's called, San Francisco. Uh. Who knew, uh, I don't know. I learned, but I've learned. I've learned a lot of new things since coming out here as well. Um, for example, I, this is something you only learn, I think, living in the Bay Area. I learned that you don't need soft ground to pitch a tent. Now I know why they call it the urban jungle, folks. It's like a safari of anthropologists trying to learn how the techies live in their native habitat. Um, because we don't have. We don't have your, um, your homelessness problem here. I come from the Midwest, and we don't have the homelessness problem that you guys have out in the Bay Area. And I think it's because we have this great, great social homelessness program that you guys need, uh, that California really needs. Winter. That just clears them right out every year. They come back in. This polar vortex, no more left. <laughs> there are no more left. I don't know what happened. It was the panacea, I think, to that problem. Uh, I also learned about myself that I'm a really shitty person. I learned that I'm a horrible person, uh, but I'm a nice guy, so I get away with it. 
Um, because, so what I do for my job is I'm a salesman. I sell like flooring to a rich high-end techies who want to make themselves feel better by filling that hole inside their hearts with a nice wooden floor and a bigger house, right? I'm late for work one day. I have one meeting a high-end client, so I'm running to get to the bar. And I'm, it's a crowded-ass bar. There's a line of people, and I'm pushing my way through. And I hear somebody say, dude, this guy just cut in front of us. I look, and it's a volunteer worker for Tenderloin Housing Clinic. This guy works at housing. And I had to stop and think to myself, what am I doing? I'm rushing, I'm pushing over old ladies to meet some rich fuck. They're helping people who are homeless. I, what, what do I do? What do I contribute to the world? I work for people, or I do business with people at, high-end people at Google. I work with fucking Skynet. I'm not contributing to humanity. I'm contributing to its downfall. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> Jokes don't pay bills, folks. <laughs> Jokes don't pay bills. But it, it makes you wonder, though, that what we're seeing when we walk down the streets of Folsom, Tenderloin, Mission, uh, maybe what we're seeing are not people, but actual extraterrestrial anthropologists studying us in our ways at the epicenter where we are constructing the downfall of our own race as we begin to automate more and more of our lives to the point where we are no longer needed. And they're just looking at it like, oh, they're at that stage in the revolution. Let's take, keep taking some notes. Speaking of which, probably should have had this out while I was trying to think of jokes. Oh, white people, okay. So, I'm not a racist. And obviously, that, that may, when you say it like that, that means it's true. And I do notice the difference. I can tell you the difference between white people and black people. White people like to take shitty platitudes and plaster them all across their car. White people think that their car is like, they're not content until their entire shitty 90s sedan has been turned into a billboard through of contrived platitudes and political slogans or some political campaign. You know what, you've, you've seen them all, like, oh, make love net war. Ralph Nader 92, yeah, I voted for him when he was still a writing candidate. Capitalists will burn in hell, but it's spelled B-E-R-N. And then there's my favorite, uh, my favorite one. Oh, and of course there's coexist, I love that one too. But my favorite is this one, make art, not war. Yeah, fuck you, Sun Tzu. Fuck you, Sun Tzu. Your art, art isn't welcome around these parts. This is why it's called the Joke Workshop. That was my last bit of material. Uh, oh, and now the, now the roast of Pam. Yay, Ken Suzuki. You can keep going if you want. I just heard the cue and... Oh, no. Uh, um, and I'm going to do this now. I had written like a shit ton of roasts for you. Uh, for Friday, and uh, I had a, I had an emergency, but I didn't know it was the last open mic. I would have let my cat die to oh. come here. <laughs> I had to go to the vet. It was like an emergency, but uh, it's not the last open mic. The open mic's just now from six to oh, seven forty-five. Well. Perfect. I was just gonna say because um, th 
Well, thanks for everything, man. Like, since I arrived here, it was like you and a few other comics I, I want to thank um, in person, but I'm not good at talking to people one on one, so I'm using the stage. Uh, for everything since I've arrived, you were the first open mic I attended. Same here. And um, I, you've actually done a lot to give me feedback that's been constructive, give me support, and you know I've missed a few of the last ones. But I just want you know uh, thanks for doing this, and I'm actually glad to hear that the mic will continue on. So yeah, uh, thanks. Helping a lot of Pam. Yeah, Pam. Uh, um, tolerating our bullshit for way longer than possible. Uh, what are platitudes? They're like contr no, contrived. So they're just yeah. So just dumb it down because you need to. Oh, uh, like meaningless, empty phrases. All right. Uh, you know, pu I'm public school educated, so I didn't know what that meant. I was like, "What's platitudes?" So like, it's a duck with or a first like for duck example, thing. like my favorite's like, "You don't need to see, you don't need to see the floor to take the first step." No. Eh, I, th I I pretend like I know what highfalutin means, but no, I don't. I don't know what highfalutin means. Um, and then, so the funny your your funniest bit was, "I'm not racist." And then whatever, and yeah, because that, that was off top, right? And you're just your your response after you said that racist was just off. Well, top. I had written the difference between was, white people and black people. I don't know how to set it up. Yeah, so but I you thought. never you never got to black people. You just instead of like bringing up black people or whatever, just like like you know, I'm not racist, but white people, man, they wanna they plaster their car like a billboard. We're just we're going to that. Yeah. Because then you didn't give the the adverse of like, and black people. They wear uh, socks with sandals. What, what do they do? Which is a thing, guys. What, what, what would, a, what would a, a black person put on? Like, what kind of bumper sticker? They respect they their use? cars, no, man. Exactly. They, put they put 20s on it before they put a fucking bumper sticker. On. But just, uh, no, that's a good joke. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's you can, there's meat there. But uh, you started it with, like, you know, I can tell the difference between white people and black people. And you never mentioned anything black after that. Mm -hmm. So just drop the, you know, just, I'm not racist, but white people, man. And their fucking oh, uh, bumper stickers, or just like whatever, or, and just going to your bit and all that. But uh, otherwise, yeah, it's good shit. That's all I have to say. Okay, hey, is my Chinatown joke have any legs? Like, you guys are natives. Or has that been like beat to the dust so often that San Francisco essentially is a Chinatown? <laughs> At least the areas I've been in. Population huh? No, like, it's like, I called San Francisco. I said, well, I found the Bay Area. It's Chinatown. It's called San Francisco. He's not, he's not Chinese. Is that it? Okay. Which kind of Chinese are you? Um, <laughs> the civili the but that's what the white people think. Just like, what kind the of civilized kind. What kind of the civilized kind, man. Maybe play off of the, I mean... I mean, the Japanese are kind of super racist against Chinese. Yeah. Well, aren't all Asians like racist against each other? Are there Asians? Yeah. Know. Well, the, the, the Japanese and the Chinese specifically hate each other because of some crazy yeah, war but like that'll that put me way too far into an ethnic thing that like yeah, I don't yeah. identify with. I don't see myself as, and unless my well, I guess my eyes kind of do betray me. Oh, my last name betrays me a little too. Uh, um, that's why I have the my dad roofie joke though. That's how that came about. Uh, I don't know enough about the ethnic conflict between those two people to dig deep enough, I feel. But if I come in as like an outsider, because where I come from, you people, not you people, Chinese people. <laughs> like there's no Chinese and I say you people to all of you don't exist. And so, <laughs> Leo, <laughs> the Chinese, what? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah! Ken Suzuki, huzzah! 
Hey guys, uh, our next comedian is a very funny man. I'm happy every time that he shows up from the far reaches of the hinterlands, which are, I think, Phil, you come where, I don't know where he comes from, but I believe it's far away. It's not the city. So guys, put your hands together for the very funny Phil Gillies. I come from the who cares part of the East Bay. I mean, that's where I come from. Um, I think uh, everybody in here seems like you guys at all <laughs> could agree with the fact that it's kind of weird. It's weird being in relationships nowadays because, like, back in the day, like, like my parents, you know, like, when, when things, like, break, you know, they fix it or, like, they make things work, you know, like, including with each other. You know, they, like, stick it out. And now we're, like, here we are. We're just, like, anything, if anything goes wrong, it's like, fuck this, you know, and... Um, so like you you have to be really careful because everyone is just so quick to just be like I I'm out of here you, you know you can't like say something too weird or you can't act too weird because you know they'll, they'll just like stop talking to you so I don't know what order to do things in relationships anymore you know because <clears throat> like like do I say like do I say I love you or do I fart in front of them first you know because because both of them have about like the same <laughs> probability that it's probably not going to go well. You know what I mean? Like both of them, it's like an equal chance that she's going to be like, oh, like, uh, you know, I got to go and she's gone. Uh, so I, so I'm single and I need a wingman. Is, uh, but if you still go out with a wingman, you're an idiot. Because <laughs> wing women actually make the best wingmen. Okay. And... And because women think men are assholes because the last man they talked to was an asshole. And so what's the point of sending another one of us assholes over there to go break the ice? You know, it like defeats the purpose. You know, and also the drunker your wingman gets, the more he becomes your competition by the end of the night, you know? Uh, I actually was at a bar with one of my uh, uh, girlfriends, um, and she was telling me about her relationship problems because that's, you know, when you're friend zoned to a chick, you get to hear about that. Um, and anyways, when she was done, she looked at me and she was just like, so do you want to get laid tonight? <laughs> and I was like, won't that ruin our friendship? And then, you know, she's like, no, asshole. I mean, do you, do you want me to get you laid? And I was like, well, yeah, let's get this 10-month dry spell over with. Like, what kind of... And so she was like, okay, pick one. And... I was like, really? I could just pick whichever one? Like, they're just like, it's like she had them all lined up on a conveyor belt, and she's just like, okay, pick one, you know? And so I I pointed to one, and she was like, okay, I'll be right back. And she goes, and she talks to this chick at the bar, and then they leave for a little bit, and then they come back, and I meet the girl, and then, you know, we go, and we bone sloppily, drunkenly ever after. And if that would have been a wingman, that would not have gone down like that. It would not even close, you know, because going out with a wingman is like a game of claw machine. And everybody knows that the claw sucks. Like, all of the time, like, you're not going to win. Like, the closest is, like, you almost get it, but then you don't. And you're just sitting there, you're just like, what the fuck, man? I'm, like, putting all this money in, and I'm not getting anything. And then your wing woman is the magical technician with the key, and she's just like, which one do you want? And you point, and then she just, like, opens the machine and hands it to you. <laughs> so then the next, the next morning when she picked me up, uh, um, 
I asked, she was like, how did it go? I was like, oh, it was good. And, uh, and I asked her, I was like, where did you go? I saw you left for a, for a couple minutes before you brought her to the table. She's like, oh, I just asked for a tampon. And so I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, so I guess I owe, you know, that vagina to like your vagina down. And she was just like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not on my period. And then I was like, well, what did you do? What did you do with the tampon? And she's like, oh, I stuck it in. I was fully committed to the plan, you know? And then so you find me, you find me uh, a wingman who's down to take a tampon for the team, and <laughs> that'll be the day that wing men are as good as wing women. My name's Phil Gillis. Thank you, guys. Yay! Clap harder for Phil Gillies. I really love that set. Yay! I thought that was very, very funny. I will wing woman you anytime you want. Yeah. <laughs> that was very funny, the tag with the claw machine and opening it up. And I've never heard it before, and it's very original, and I liked it very, very much. Thank you. Yeah, so, I was going to yeah. comment on that exact joke. The claw machine, like, for wing woman joke, that's really, really good. And, like, super true, too. Like, w women are way better as a wingman than, than actual guys are. Like, my... Super truthful. Like I, I really appreciate your set. I feel like this could be a ten-minute set. Like if you want to talk, like you can breathe it out and talk about like the last time you had your friend wingman you and like what actually. Like so we went up to the bar and this and this and that. And that. I feel like you have tons of tags in there about men being assholes. Yeah, like I want to mirror the story. Like I, like the 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 exact situation, but like a guy, it's gonna be like shittier, and then like the woman it's is like good. it's good. Right. I feel like I have the woman side, but like I'm yeah. looking for what what like the guy could do. Well, the like, guy like, can fuck everything up. Like he yeah. can he could ask for the tampon and go in the bathroom, then he ends up fucking her with the tampon. <laughs> like he's gonna yeah. he's gonna ruin it, right? Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. That, that's definitely like the plus side to being in the friend zone. Like I've been in the friend zone millions of times, but like that's like that's that's just a good asset. Oh, thank yeah. you. Well, yeah. I want. I'm gonna go do it at Brainwash. I've done it before, and it, where you just like it, it bombed. But Brainwash, you know how it is there. It's kind of like yeah, nobody. <laughs> so, yeah. But I think all that stuff was solid. I mean, does anyone have any other things that they liked or well, what, what they would tag? Yeah. What about like um, no wingman's gonna take a tampon? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like, because you're the one who's saying, I appreciate that. Or no, you have her saying. I was committed. I think you should be the one saying that's the kind of commitment I'm looking for. Okay. Somebody who can take a tampon <laughs> for the team, which is a right. funny line, tampon for the team. Good yeah. alliteration. Yeah. Um, and then earlier you say, I don't remember exactly how you set it up, but it was about like the difference between farting and saying I love you. <laughs> like the reaction could be, well, this stinks. Either way, <laughs> or you could do something similar. With the here's a weird thing. Uh, you say you call it a wingman, and then it ends in a tampon joke. Uh, you know that all pads now have wings on them. Do you know about this? <laughs> right, like the pads that women actually wear have wings. Yeah. So there's something there's something to go with on that one. Like, yeah. I I have to wear a pad with wings because I shit my pants. I don't know. No, no, no. I don't know. You're you're the you're the hero in the story. So we don't want to disparage you at all. But um, I'm not sure if the, you know, always wing method can go in. It's real popular now. You wrap the wings around the toilet, around the <laughs> underwear, so the blood doesn't. All right, just being a lady. That's good. <laughs> I think you could pull it off. Well, I don't. I, I'm not gonna be anybody. I mean, I would. I but I would definitely hang out and be your wingman. That would be super fun one night. If you I'm ever want to go out and. Hell and, yeah. And I'm an old lady too. Everyone will think I'm your mom. <laughs> we could use that. I'd be like, this is my mom. And then you could just say how good of a son I am or something. Yeah, I'll be like, he's buying me drinks right now. It's so nice. It's great. I'm not buying her drinks because it's the only reason she sticks around to be my mom. I've been looking at his penis since he was six months old. And I tell you, it's always been this big. <laughs> <laughs>
good times. Does anyone else have any other uh, comments for Mr. Phil Gillies? Yay, good set, yay! Go, kill it at Brainwash, yay! Uh, our last comedian of the night before we get to our amazing movie that's happening tonight, which is Police Academy 7. Yay! Uh, before we get to that, we have one more comedian. Hey, everybody, put your hands together. It's Leo Zinger. Thank you. Uh, oh, man. So, uh, I fucking worked all day, didn't uh, write anything, but I'm going to just, uh, you know, try out some ideas I, I thought of on the, on the way here. So, you know, it, don't expect too much of it. Just some depraved ideas. Um, I think, um, uh, shit. Um, so I, I'm thinking, I've been thinking about a lot about moral relativism. Relativism. Relativism, basically, like, you know, some things are wrong, but in the right context, uh, they won't be so wrong. Hi, Mike. Don't go into shitter yet. Just listen to me man, first. <laughs> oh, I, I this was actually looking for a garbage can to put this away. It's oh, that's outside. Okay. Yeah. So, like, okay, so, like, one thing is torturing people is wrong. We all know that. Uh, if, you, if your goal is to extract information, information from them, and then it's wrong. But if your goal is to make them come, then it's not so wrong anymore. If you ju that's just got foreplay. That's just got BDSM. And um, yeah, I think most people wouldn't mind being tortured that way. If you're like even waterboarding, if if it's okay, you know, I'll be okay. If, like fucking, just like all they want to know they, when they torture me would be like, hey, when where when where do you want to come on? Like that's. That's the only information they want to extract off of me. Then I'll be okay. I think like child molestation is also wrong, but it's not wrong if it's a child himself doing it. Then it's called self-touching. Then it's okay. I think most people don't mind that. Um, or like, a child their own age. It also, it's not so wrong. Um, these are just fucking. Um, I think people are weird. Uh, like, okay, so when I was driving and I thinking, I'm thinking like, okay, so most people actually break the law when they drive. They always drive, you know, beyond 65 miles an hour on freeway. You know, but I realized. Uh, the lawmakers, the people who write the laws, actually they know this is going to happen, you know. They have that in mind. They, they factor that in already when they write the laws. And they know people are going to break it. It's same with like even, even murders, like big crimes, murders, rapes. People know that people are going to. I think it's all factored in. I think actually like you can... Uh, you can, everyone can get, get away for, with a little bit of, a, you know, breaking the law. Like, no one, if you don't, if you drive below 75 miles an hour, mostly you don't, you, no, no one's going to pull you over. Same thing. Like, I truly believe if you just murder one person, most likely you're going to get away with it. Because 
the law allows it. They know someone, you know, everyone's gonna snap at some time and murder someone, you know. The thing about murder is, it's a very addictive. Uh, once you start murdering people, you can't stop. That's why they all get caught in the end, because you just, you just can't stop at one. You know, it's like eating a potato chip. <laughs> you go to a, if you, uh, seriously, if you just stop at one, if you have that willpower, I think you can get away, get away with it, because uh, fucking, you know, it's easy, because you don't have no motive, and they can't find anything. You just randomly kill some people, you know, maybe a homeless person or whatever. You know, I think you can get away with it. Just like that uh, movie, what is that, um, American Psycho? Yeah, if you have no motive, it's hard to catch you. Um, I'm not advocating murder, of course, but I'm, think, I'm saying that it's not so hard. I think if you break a little bit of law. Um, actually, uh, there's only like two people here. Um, yeah, uh, okay, you guys are not Asian, so like to clear up some misconception, it's not true that Asian people are all racist against each other. A, a little small percentage of people are like that, but uh, most people are not like that. I have no I, like no hatred for anybody. Some pe like even my own countrymen sometimes can be very annoying. Like for instance, I have had sex with most of the Asian races. I think that speaks for my love for my country Asian people, uh, uh, fellow Asian people. I've fucked the most races. Caucas Caucasian, Asian racist, and some Latino racist, and uh, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I think it's uh, the the thing about that that is I think we would have hated each other a little bit more if there was no racism against us as a whole. <laughs> that I think is uniting to us because. Fucking, we get it from white people, black people, whatever. The entire racism thing, and uh, then we have this like sort of leaning on each other, because we all hate it the same way. So, like, dude, seriously, I think San Francisco is mo one of the most racist cities in the country. Actually, it's weird. I've been to a lot of cities, and I thought San Francisco would be like super liberal, and people would be super cool. No, I got. So much racism here. Fuck, it's unbelievable. Maybe it's just because I'm Asian. Like other people are probably less, they experience less. But this is very racist uh, city, very much so. Like I can deal with it because, you know, I fucking have a good life. I, I don't really care that much. But I'm just saying it exists and it's almost allowed. I, I wrote some Facebook mess like posts on that. I think it's like fucking people don't fuck give a fuck about that. And uh, I don't either, seriously. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying there is a lot of racism. But, okay, that's, that's all I have. Yeah! Thank you. Leo Zinger! We actually don't have time for comments because we have to move on to the next show. But it's all about racism. Oh, everyone's so racist! 
It's absolutely true. Hey, guys, thanks for being here at the Joke Workshop. We're not racist here. We're really open and honest about discussing jokes and all these other things. Uh, super thanks to Trina tonight for buying beers and donating 20 bucks to the station. We love that. Please take some um, pineapple, the mango salsa. Please take the... Um, there's a there's all kinds of food there. You guys should take some, uh, because I don't I you know how much mango salsa can I eat? So thanks so much for being here. Please take the mango salsa, take it home, or some fruit, something like that. Uh, hey guys, stay tuned next for MRT3K. We only have a couple weeks left of that. We're gonna be starting a new open mic on Mondays. Please remember now that Pantastic's Comedy Clubhouse is a booked show on Fridays from eight to ten.